The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Welcome to the Christian Bay Podcast, where Christ and culture connects. Grab your journal. You are watching a master at work. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Christian Bay Podcast, where Christ and culture connects. I missed you guys so much, even though I just talked to y'all like, what, three days ago? If you listen to my episode on Sunday, it was three ways to make your New Year's resolution stick. So if you haven't listened, go back and listen to that one. But on this episode today, I was really excited to record this episode. And I think that's why I missed y'all so much because I was just like, oh my goodness, I need to hurry up and be Wednesday so I could just tell them what I want to tell them because I feel like this episode is going to reach the person that it needs to reach and it needs to reach somebody. I was praying over this episode this morning and I know that at least one listener can relate to this. So I'm really, really excited about this episode and I'm actually surprised that I'm just now doing it, but you know, God's plan. So as the title says, and as you can see, this episode is about not being a church girl because I am not a church girl. Like, and what that means is I'm a church. I I go to church now, but I was not always a church girl. And I felt like this topic was perfect for the, who is the Christian based series, because it describes me perfectly when I say I'm not a church girl. So today, you you can still grab your journals. It's just going to be some little gems here and there. But I do have three things that God has shown me about myself and how I looked at these three things as bad and God actually used it for my good. So you can take notes if anything that you've experienced or if you experience any of these things and you can just see the comparison and see how sometimes our perspective of ourselves or of situations or of the cards that we've been dealt in life is the complete opposite of what God feels or what God thinks. And that's why we have to spend time with him and get to know him to really see how he really does use all things to work together for our good. So Grab your journals because it's testimony time in the sanctuary. <laughs> Who am I playing? Like, I am not a church girl. So the first thing that I wanted to share with you guys was that I did not go to church growing up. Like when I was growing up, I okay, I went to church, but I only went to church because my auntie, she was a first lady. So I would go to church when I would be with my cousins for the weekend. And me and my cousin, we're three months apart. So, like, I went through elementary school, middle school, high school with her. Like, we was in all the same grade. We were just glued to the hip because we were so close in age. So I would spend most weekends at my cousin's house. And my aunt was a first lady. So that's when I would go to church. But even then, like, you could still tell the difference because my mom never forced me to go to church. So... In this episode, I'm going to be doing a lot of back then and now. So that'll be the two comparisons, then and now. And back then, you know, I knew my mom didn't force me to go to church. I really didn't like going to church. Like, I was that person that would, like, fall asleep in church. 
Um, to this day, I still don't like when pastors do too much of the, uh-huh, 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 because it's just like, uh-huh, like, what are you trying to say? Get to the point. So even then and now, I still don't like too much of that. I'm very, like, black and white, what are you saying, and how how does this apply to me type person? So, you know, I didn't go to church a lot. When I did go to church, there was a lot of the extraness, so I would fall asleep or I would play a game on my phone or something. Like, I just wasn't paying attention. But how God used that for me now and where I'm at, like, I never imagined that I would have a ministry. So now when I reflect it, it's just like, well, God, how did you take me from that to this? And when I think about my journey with God, I realized that when God wanted to reach me, he didn't reach me in church because I'm, I'm not a church girl. So when I started my journey with Christ, y'all, I was at home watching Netflix. That's how my relationship with God started. I had just moved to Virginia. I was in the apartment by myself. I was home and I was watching. I think it was a show called like Preacher's Daughters or something like that. And I started watching that show. And when it would like go, you know how shows have like they'll show a scene and then it'll be a black scene with like a quote. It'll be a Bible verse. And so that was the first time I started getting exposed to stuff like that. Because remember, when I was younger, I never paid attention. So God literally separated me from my friends and family, sent me to Virginia. Now I'm in Virginia. I'm just thinking I'm watching a Netflix show, but he's actually depositing seeds within me. So when I started my journey with God, I was at home and I was watching that show. And it went from me watching that show to watching sermons every day. So... With that, it, it kind of was like a domino effect. And that's how God reaches you is one little desire to watch a show and you think it's just a show, but really he has a scripture in there. And that scripture leads to another step that you're going to take. And now I'm watching T.D. Jakes and Joyce Myers, and I don't even know why I'm watching it. And I don't really know any of the scriptures they're talking about, but the way that they're saying it, I'm able to relate to it. So with that was the first step in my journey. So then the second thing that I realized looking back now is that my mom never forced me to go to church. So once I started going to church in my journey, it was all very organic. It wasn't because somebody told me I had to go. It wasn't because I was trying to look a certain way. I was trying to um, have an image of a church girl or this is what you're supposed to do on Sunday. So this is what I'm doing. That was never in my life routine. So when I did start making going to church on Sunday a habit, it was my decision for myself. And talking to a lot of people who have ministries or who have relationship with God, they never got that experience. They never got to decide on their own because church was always something that was instilled in them as a child. Whereas for me, this was really something that me and God started on our own. Like I wanted to know more about him. Like it was literally like a relationship, not a arranged marriage. Like it is for some people. I wanted to get deeper with God. I wanted to be in his house. I wanted to get involved with the church. So I made the decision to do that on my own. And when it was happening, of course, I didn't know it was an advantage because I didn't know much about church. But now that I look back on it, I realize how much my lack of going to church when I was younger actually was an advantage for me. Because when I talk to some people that say they strayed away from the church, they strayed away because they never got the opportunity to make that decision on their own. Their parents told them, in my house, you're going to church. This is what you're going to do. 
And I'm not making this podcast to make anybody feel bad who did grow up that way. This podcast is for whoever didn't grow up that way. Because I know at one point I felt like, dang, like I missed out. Like, why didn't my mom make me go? But really, God used that for my good. So when I went, I, it's never gotten to the point where I don't want to go to church. When I started, that was my decision, my heart. I made up my mind to do that. So I have no resentment, no regrets with it. And I continue to do it because from the beginning, it's what I've wanted to do. So if you're listening to this and you feel like, you know, it's too late to start going to church or you wish you would have started at a younger age. If you have the desire to go now, go now, because that organic desire and that organic want for God that's really rare and it's special like it's special it seems like it's a disadvantage but it's not god knows nobody told her to come here she came here because she wanted to i really have her heart so y'all if it's for you i'm telling you it's not a disadvantage it's a plus and another thing that i learned with that was that when i started going to church in virginia i was going to church by myself and i it's funny because my first I got there on a, I left on a Friday and I got there like Sunday because it's like a 14 hour drive. So I got there like Sunday morning because I left like 2 a.m. Saturday morning, which was still kind of Friday night. So when I got there Monday, I went to the nail salon and I saw this big, nice church across the street from the mall. This is my first time, you know, living out of state. So I was just like exploring and that church became my home church. And for a while, I had the desire to go to church, but I didn't want to go by myself. So when I finally did start going, I grew to love going by myself. And I would sit in the front. I never sat in the back. I would sit in the front and I would have my Bible and I would have my journal and I would be at church every Sunday. And then they would have Bible study on Wednesday. I would go to Bible study on Wednesday. And I grew to the point where I didn't need anybody to go with me. I was making decisions to go and I was going by myself. And looking back on that now, that's another advantage of the way that God set up my journey because I didn't need anybody's approval. I didn't need, I didn't ever have the feeling like, dang, my friend not going to church, so I don't want to go. I never got that because from the beginning, it was just me and God. So the relationship that we built is very intimate and it's still very intimate, but it was like pure because nobody knew, nobody was influencing it. I wasn't watching anybody else that was going to church and I felt like I need to go and none of that. I just wanted to do it myself just for me and God. And that's what I did. And God used that for my good because by the time I left Virginia, it was like 12 to 15 girls going to my church with me every Sunday. Every Sunday, it was to the point where my pastor's daughter, she had came and spoke to us one Sunday after service. And she was like, I call y'all the row girls, because if anybody has ever came to church with me, I like to sit on the closest row to the front, like the first row. If I can, I'm sitting on the first row because I'm a very nonverbal person. So I read like nonverbal things like people's movements in their eyes and how they do their hand like that, that communicates to me so if I could be close to the speaker I'm gonna be close to the speaker because I want to hear what you're saying but I also want to feel what you're saying so I want to sit to the front and all of my friends that I accumulated at Old, Old Dominion University they begin to come to that church with me and when I graduated I was just like wow God like I remember when I chose this church and I was coming here by myself and now look it's so many of us we can't even sit on the same row and 
people are noticing that we're here every Sunday. And just like I had my journal in my Bible, they got their journal in their Bibles. And it just shows the power of one. And the way that God works, he chose the one that wasn't even raised that way. I didn't grow up in that. I grew into that. So if there's anybody listening and you're worried about, and this doesn't have to apply to just church, this can be any aspect of life. If you're worried about being behind and you're feeling like it's too late to start, you can be the one that brings others that feel the same way that you feel. So you just have to trust the feeling that God is placing inside of you and step out on that. Don't worry about what happened in the past and wishing that it could have been different. It's not different, but tomorrow can be different. So just start now. So the first thing that I realized was that I didn't go to church. And that's why God chose to reach me the way that he reached me at home. God can reach you at home. And this is a topic that I feel like isn't really talked about a lot because if you look at sermons and you, you know, talk to people in a church, they're going to tell you, you need to go to church on Sunday. You need to get consistent. You need to be here. If you can come to Bible study, come to Bible study and you can come to Sunday school, come to Sunday school. And that's just what they're going to push in their heart is in the right place. But my voice in the Christian Bay brand is for people who don't feel like that or people who never was taught to feel like that and for anyone that's listening and that feels like that I want you to know that if you don't feel comfortable enough to go to church yet or to be in that environment that's not that's not a hindrance God will still reach you where you are God cares more about you going to church when it's genuine in your heart opposed to going because somebody is forcing you to go don't go to church just because somebody telling you to go Because the thing is, I remember in Virginia, my pastor used an example. Coming to church and you don't really want to be there in your heart is like taking your phone and putting it on a charger but not plugging it up. You're there, but you're not connected. You're not receiving anything. You're not getting any juice and you can still die. You know how your phone dies because it's not charging? You could be plugged up and dead, spiritually dead. Because you're just here because you want to be here because your grandma told you to come or so that you can post a picture and show that you're keeping up with your Sunday tradition. No, if it's not in your heart, don't go like point blank period. And you're not going to hear a lot of people with Christian brands or Christian platforms say it. But I'm going to tell you, if it's not in your heart, don't go start at home. Open up your Bible and read a scripture or if you're not even to that point yet, do a devotional on the Bible app or watch a sermon. Like start where you can start at. God honors an honest heart, not a heart that's bound to people and what it looks like. None of that matters. So I don't backtrack to point one, but I want y'all to know that it was it needed to be said. Okay, so I didn't go to church when I was growing up. So God reached me at home. Um, my mom didn't. The second point is my mom didn't force me to go. So when I did begin to go, it was organic and it was genuine. It was something that I really wanted to do in my heart for nobody but me and God to grow deeper in our relationship. And then the third thing that I realized was that when I did begin to go, I didn't know what to wear. And it wasn't even that I didn't know what to wear because remember, I didn't grow up in church. So I didn't even know what ch- quote unquote church clothes was. And I just decided to wear like I I transferred from FIU, Florida International University in Miami. So every weekend I was on South Beach in somebody VIP section. So when I moved to Virginia, all I had was club clothes. 
So when I began to go to church, I would just put on like a black club dress and I would put like a cardigan or a blazer or a sweater over it and go. And there would be people that looked at me a certain type of way, but the way my personality and my attitude set up, I've never really cared about what people thought. And now I know that God used all of that for my purpose, all of that for my good, because thinking back to how it was then, now God has shown me that there's no such thing as church clothes. There is no such thing as church clothes. Do not let anybody tell you there's something specific that you have to wear to church. No, it isn't. And when I was wearing my club dress and my cardigan, that was church clothes. Granted, as I grew in my relationship with Christ, I did begin to buy different style clothes that like if the club dress had like a cutout in the back, I knew I had to put on a blazer. So I would buy another black dress. It just wouldn't have a cutout in the back, but it would still just be a black dress. It wasn't that I was going shopping for church clothes. It's just the style of my clothes changed, but it was not necessarily church clothes. And God used that. The thing about God is when he uses you in a certain area, he builds off that area. And it's like he's constantly revealing to you your purpose. So it started off with me not knowing what to wear to church, then wearing all that I had. And even the people that looked at me a certain type of way, they were judging, which you shouldn't be doing in the church. And I didn't grow up in a church, but I knew that much. So they were judging me, but my heart was in the right place. So me starting off not knowing what to wear, then wearing what I had, then learning that there's no such thing as church clothes anyway, all of that led to me creating the Christian Bay clothing brand. All of that. And if you really put it all together, it all started with me not growing up into church and my mom never forcing me to go to church to me genuinely wanting to go to church. And now that I want to go to church, I got to figure out what to wear to church. And once I figure out what to wear to church, I realize that people are trying to judge me, but they don't know that this is all I have in my closet. And I just want to get closer to God. And that's what really matters. Right. All of that connected to what God wanted me to do for my purpose. So I wanted to create this episode so that, of course, you can know who is the Christian Beret and know more about my brand and know more about me and how my relationship with God was formed and what my relationship with God is based on or the foundation of it. But I also want you to know that the areas of your life that you may look at as a downfall or as something that's negative, God wants to use those. And you just have to continue to, of course, seek him because the whole time that's that's what I was doing. I just wanted to get closer to him. And I can't help that this is all that I have in my closet. And I can't help that my mom never forced me to go. But I know that today I want to go. And there's some things in your life that you can't help or that you can't change, but you know how you feel right now. So all you do is you take how you feel right now and you take what he's teaching you and you step out with that and he'll show you that your purpose is all formed from the pieces that you feel like don't even fit. So I don't know who this episode was for. I don't know if you're currently in the season of not going to church yet but you feel like you want to go or you're going to church and you feel like you don't know what to wear or you've went and somebody condemned you of what to wear I want to take the time to first apologize for anybody who's ever went to church and was judged because I can only imagine 
what that would do to someone. And I've spoken to people who who have experienced that and it hurt them greatly. And it also pushed some people away from the church. They weren't as strong as me, you know, because my attitude is pretty, pretty bold. Like <laughs> I got a bold attitude, y'all. So I, can, I got some tough skin. But for the ones whose skin isn't as tough, I want to speak on behalf of Christians who don't judge and Christians who understand that you may not have everything that you want to have to come to church but I want you to know that what you have right now is enough and I want anybody listening to understand that it's never too late to start wherever you stopped or wherever you never even begin it's never too late to start getting closer to God it's never too late to start going to church it's never too late to change the way you dress it's never too late to invite a friend to church it's never too late to do anything that God has placed on your heart because he works everything out for our good in his perfect timing my purpose my ministry my Christian clothing brand was all based on, was all founded in the fact that I'm not a church girl and I I was never one. But now, God doing what he does, he's using the girl who, quote unquote, doesn't look like a Christian to bring Christians to Christ, to create Christians, to show people how you can connect the culture with Christ and you can still be your normal self, but still have a heart after God. That's what God does. And that's what he did for me. And I can only imagine what he's going to do for each and every person that's listening to this podcast. So if you don't look like a Christian, if you didn't grow up in the church and you don't have quote unquote church clothes, <laughs> this episode was for you. And I just want to reassure you that God has a plan and a purpose for you. And he doesn't care about any of the rules that religion has created. All he wants is your heart. And if you continue to seek his heart, like I continue to seek his heart, you're going to step into purpose before you even know it. All right, let's pray. Father God, first and foremost, I just want to thank you for blessing each and every one of us with another day. I want to thank you for this podcast episode, God. I want to thank you for this fresh revelation and thank you for setting out the steps of each and every one of your children, Father God. We feel like we know how things should be lined up and we feel like we know how the pieces of the puzzle should fit together, Father God. But your word tells us that your thoughts and your ways are far beyond our ways, Father God. So I pray that every person listening to this podcast, they sit and they write down everything that they feel like is a disadvantage in their life father god and then once they make that list i pray that you review that list and you take your time showing them and giving them clarity and showing them how you can use each and everything on that list for their good and for your will father god nobody that's listening to this podcast was a mistake nothing that they've been through was a mistake father god and nothing is too hard for you to use for good so I thank you for using my testimony and using this platform as a way for me to reach whoever it is that you want me to reach with this episode. And I pray that they leave this episode knowing that you have so much more greater in store, even from the things that we thought weren't so great. We love you and will forever praise your name. I pray that you protect and you shield and you constantly pour love into each and every person listening to this episode. In Jesus name, I pray. 
Amen. I love you guys. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at the Krishna Bay underscore and at the Krishna Bay podcast. I will talk to you guys. I would say next week, but it might be before next week. So I'll talk to y'all later. Bye.